welcome to Free Dog Yoga. You're listening to a 30-minute flow class. When you're ready, come on down to your mat and we'll get started. Good morning. It's great to see everyone. Thank you for being here. We got some comeback kids. It's really nice to see you guys. Good sunshine everywhere. This is good. It's looking like uh, we get some some neck and shoulder stuff going on just by the the elevation of the shoulders up around the ears this morning is is uh, is, is present. So uh, also the the, the holding of the neck and uh, pointing to the shoulders. Let's start in any comfortable seated pose. So just take your time. If you'd prefer to sit on a chair or something that's that's like actually really comfortable for you, do that. And if your mat is good, your mat is good. If you've got blocks, even better, they can give you some support for lifting your spine up through its natural curves. and. Just take a moment to get still and really still in your body. That may be challenging. That may be your most challenging pose to, to stop the outer movement. That's fine. If it's challenging, that's why we're here. That's why this is a practice. We don't need to be good at it. Yoga is not a performative practice. As you get still, just notice what you notice. Do you notice resistance? Do you notice emotions? Do you notice expectation? Do you notice a strong desire to take that next sip of coffee? Or a dog sniffing around your mat? They're all valid. What is it that you notice? And then of course, all of us have lots of things going on. So there's probably something else you notice. Have some time to scan through the top of awareness and the next level awareness. To be curious about what's happening in your space. When you feel the desires to fidget or move or follow a train of thought, right? Sometimes follow a train of thought right out of our body, right out of our home, right out of the atmosphere. You just notice that too. And a good way to make space between those things that we notice is to have a breath. You notice an emotion and you have a breath. You notice a wayward thought and have a breath. You notice a sound from the next room over and instead of following it, you have a breath. So that's a practice that we'll keep 
as we begin to move. We drop chin to chest and as you do, let your heart lift up toward your face so that you've got two things going on. The lift of your body and the drop of your head. You could also think about it as the lift of your heart and the drop of your brain. as if we're going to let go of the brain. We, we need the brain. We're, we're dropping the brain toward the heart, lifting the heart toward the brain. In the, the physical act of bringing the two closer together. Letting the power of the mind bow to the power of the heart. at least for this practice. Then head moves side to side. As it does, the chest keeps lifting. Shoulders slide down the back. The shell softens. When you move, if you feel that the neck is made of tight cords, you are not alone. If things are feeling easy and good, there's a moment to savor. If you feel those tightnesses or spots of tension, pause with any of those. And send your breath through like it was water moving over rocks. Smoothing out the rough edges wearing away anything that's hard or rough. Certainly, if you have more to do here, more work that you want to do with the sides of the neck, the back of the neck, stay with this. Otherwise, press into your sitting bones, draw your abdominals in, lift your chest, and then allow the bones of your neck to stack slowly, your head coming to the top of your spine. And we'll have some shoulder shrugs. A simple inhale, shoulders up to your ears, and exhale, let them slide down away from the ears create more tension as, as much as you can and then release as much as you can. One more real simple up. Just taking it like the weight of the world is there and then dropping down like you're letting off a heavy backpack or a heavy coat. It slides right off your arms and pause. Have a breath in, spread your ribs all directions. Breath out, press whatever's on the floor into the floor, shin bones, sitting bones, 
from the draw your abdominals in, you know, grounded and centered. And then over onto your hands and knees. Take some rounds of cat and cow. As you go, we're going to work on paying attention to how you move first. What's the first action as you take one pose to the next? You get all the way into one side of this. And just notice what's the first thing that happens to take you to the other side. It's an interesting practice to figure out how you do things. Sometimes we don't pay any attention at all to how we do things. And then yoga usually prescribes a way for us to do it. Not so much that it's the right way to do it, but it gives us a way to examine how we do things, how we move, how we align ourselves. So for the next few rounds, you're gonna initiate the movement back and forth from your feet, your legs, and your hips. So as you come into the cat pose, fully rounded up, press into your feet, draw your abdominals in, and then feel your hips move, shifting you toward the elongation of your spine into cow. Once you're in cow pose, as far as that goes, press your feet down, pull your abdominals in, shift the hips again, and the hips to the lumbar spine, the thoracic spine, the neck and the head. So that as you're moving, it's from feet, legs, hips, up through the spine, the shoulders and head. Each time you go, just noticing how that affects everything up the chain. So often in our practice, that's going to be the way that we want to move the spine is from the feet and legs until we get into poses where we balance solely on our hands. One more round using your feet, your legs, and your hips, then allowing the spine to take its shape. We'll come back to neutral to flat back and walk the hands forward. Send your hips back, but not down. They're going back and up. It's puppy pose. And you let your hips sway side to side so that you're getting side body release there. Draw in through your abdominals to keep things light at the hips. And then we'll come back to center and align the hips, press them straight back. Press your hands forward and down, thumb and first finger down into the floor. You're lengthening your arms, lengthening your side bodies. This is a good substitute for down dog for the, the stretch of the side bodies if down dog is not on your menu today. But if it is, we'll tuck the toes under and come on up. Press your hands down and forward, send your hips up and back, lengthen out. And press your feet down and also slightly out. Feel the hips, the outer thighs activate as you do. Draw your abdominals in, send the hip crease up. 
and we'll look forward to the hands walk forward bring your feet together underneath you they might touch they might just be close they're underneath your hips we'll draw heart forward into a halfway lift flat back and then from your feet pressing down abdominals drawing in let your spine then round down over your legs so it's from moving from the hips to the low back to the thoracic spine neck and your head and press your feet down we're going to stack the spine the same way as we come to stand so your feet press down tailbone drops toward the floor then you stack sacrum low back rib cage shoulders then neck then head when you're upright arms reach and then hands to heart center pause samastiti press your feet down feel the rebound up through your legs deep abdominal muscles through the center of your chest we'll have a breath in through your nose out through your mouth any way you like take on sun a's press your feet down lift your abdominals reach your arms up when you exhale start with the legs press your feet down bend your knees send your hips back then let the spine move from there down into the fold. Same thing for the halfway lift. Press your feet down, send your hips back, and stretch along through your low back, mid back, upper back, top of your head presses toward the wall in front of you. Plant your hands, you'll step back high to low, push up your choice on how to do that. Lots of options there. Knees down could be one, skipping it could be one. We'll breathe in for upward facing dog. Squeeze your legs, lift your chest and down dog, breathe all the way out. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to the top of your mat. We'll breathe in, lift halfway, draw your heart forward. When you exhale, press your feet down, pull your abdominals in, chest to thighs and shoulders, neck and head. Press your feet down and from your hips, draw your abdominals in, stack your spine up, lift the center of your chest, lift the top of your head, then your arms. We'll exhale, hands come into heart centers, bend your knees, send your hips back, keep pressing into your feet and release your upper body over your legs. Press your feet down. Deep abdominals pull forward through the center of your chest. Press the top of your head toward the wall in front. Step back. Your variation of this flow, chaturanga, low push up, or you could always skip that. From the chaturanga, the upward dog could be on your toes, could be on your knees. Down dog. We'll breathe all the way out. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. We'll breathe in, press your feet down, draw your abdominals in, mid back, upper back, stretch long. And then as we bow, starts from pressing your feet down, pulling your abdominals in, that pulls your chest to your thighs, then you let your shoulders, neck and head drop. One more time, press your feet down and build from your hips up through your spine. Then the arms, squeeze them tight, reach through your fingers, spread the hands. Exhale, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway. 
plant your hands, step back. Breathe in. Down dog, breathe all the way out. Pause here, set your gaze between your feet. You press your hands down and forward. Your feet down and out. Feel the spread across your low back as you do that action. Breath in. And breath out. Inhale, you float your right leg back behind you, three-legged dog. Let your gaze stay at the center of the mat, right inside your left foot. Drop your left heel down. If this is too much, come down to your left knee and extend the right leg behind you. We're going to bend the upper knee, draw the abdominals in so that the yeah, low back is long and supported. Then make some circles of the right leg, keeping lower abdominals drawn in really firm so that the low back doesn't move around. The leg moves in the hip joint. Again, this is like, how are you doing what you're doing? Our low back often will be the, uh, the thing that gives if, if something's got to give. Here, it doesn't need to. You don't need to make big circles, just real circles from the hip joint with the abdominals pulled in, supporting the low back, everything's stable at the core. You'll look forward to your hands and step your right foot up. Got a low lunge here. And your choice to place your back knee down, pause here and breathe, or if you like, Inhale, straighten the front leg into the lifted pyramid and you float the front toes up. Exhale, back down to the low lunge. If you are taking the opportunity to move with your breath, find those edges of your breath. You know you're empty and you know you're full up. Add to that the idea of moving first from your feet, your legs, and then your spine. And this one that's, as you come into the lunge, pull into your front foot, the hips lower, and then the spine lengthens up. And as you move back, you press the feet down, the hips lift, and the spine releases down. One more round of the, the lunge with the lift of the abdominals, the lift of the heart, and the lifted pyramid where your hips come up and back and your spine releases down like a forward fold, head last. This next one, we're all coming back to a lunge with the back leg tight, straight, knee up, look forward, make your body as long as it can be, press into your back foot and your left hand. So you've got really strong ground there. The right hand might not be all the way down. depends on your arm length. Left foot and left hand press down as you step your right foot back. High plank to low or to down dog, you choose. We'll breathe in. And breathe all the way out. Down dog, press your hands down. This is where your hands are acting like your feet. And on an inhale, Take your left leg up and back behind. Keep your gaze set right inside the right foot. 
set and it's soft. It's called drishti. And then you bend the upper knee. Again, you could come down to your right knee and extend the leg behind you, Ben. Okay. Make the circles of the knee, keeping the abdominals in, the low back really supported. So particularly for those of us that are a little bendy, uh, we can get uh, distracted and, and let this become a movement of the low back and it gets all loosey-goosey in them. Those of us that are a little more loosey-goosey, that's kind of fun and, and, and usual. But it's still using those, those uh, joints between the vertebrae and the low back that keep us out of actually using the hip muscles. So draw the abdominals in, support the low back, keep that steady so that we're not overusing those joints. And you use the muscles of your hip, leg, inner thigh. One more, abdominals in, knee up on an inhale. And then when you exhale, fold the leg in towards your chest, take a big step into a low lunge, hands down on the floor or on your blocks. And again, you can stay here, knee down, have some breath, give some time for that hip flexor to let go and unwind. Or inhale, press into your front foot straight and the front leg as far as yours goes. Let your head drop. And then exhale, pull back into the lunge. Make your way through with your breath. Where's the top of the inhale? Where's the bottom of the exhale? Whenever there's a, a straight thought or something extra, you have that continuity of breath to go back to. It's there for you. And then you have this focus of how you're moving from feet to legs, to hips, to spine, to head. And often we move from the head first. It's um, very, very human. And our head kind of gets whipped around. Instead, here you can practice letting things happen from the ground up. The feet and legs that are there to support you and move you through. Carry your spine, nervous system, internal organs, heart and lungs, brain. And then be carried along with the brain being given that extra special treatment of the the last thing to be put into place. It notices you're at the top or the bottom of the pose. As it's placed there. The mind is along for the ride in the body. And come back to the lunge where you have your back leg tight and straight. And then plant the right hand and the right foot really strongly. And that's going to give you the opportunity to then move the left leg. Plant the left hand as strong as you can, but it may not be all the way down. Once you're back to the high plank, you decide to go low or to down dog. Breathe in for upward facing dog. Good. 
and breathe out. Lean back, down dog. Get a breath in. Breathe out, press your feet down, also out. And take a peek forward to your hands, walk across through to seated. We're gonna come down onto the back for bridge or supported bridge. So if at this point you could use a little bit of, of support, that's good to acknowledge. You slide the block underneath your sacrum. You allow your body to be held in the bridge. You got two blocks, you can go for a higher bridge. You're coming up with uh, leg muscle strength, you might have a block that goes between the inner thighs to help remind you that the, the work here coming from the feet. And then the bridge that we're making uh, between the shoulders, right? So there's the, the left shoulder and the right shoulder. There's the bridge between them. And you're trying to lift the chest into kind of a, a bridge that arcs up. As far as yours goes, a spread of the collarbones that becomes the bridge here. One way to make that bridge even more accentuated is to start walking your shoulder blades underneath you. That may or may not be for you. You choose that. As we're here, you breathe into your rib cage and you expand outward. And feel the bridge of your collarbones. Press your feet down with each exhale. Put your abdominals in. And when you inhale, spread out through the front body. And on an exhale, slowly come down, make your way to the mat, let your shoulder blades slide out from underneath you if they were underneath. If you've got a block underneath, you could choose to stay on it and take your legs in the air. It's restorative, the Karuta Karani. Or if you prefer some twisting, take the block between your knees and let your knees drop side to side, belly twisting pose. One more round of breath wherever you are to where you feel complete with it. Meet back at center, knees to chest. Take happy baby or Supta Baddha Konasana allowing the legs to drop out to the sides. The way that works for you, your low back, the comfort of your hips. A moment to be sure that your hips are level on the floor and then to Elongate your spine from your hips. Again, working up the chain of your spine. And once you've got the hips comfortable, low back, mid back, upper back comfortable, then place your head to a nice spot for relaxation there. And from the Supta or the happy baby, your body release to Shavasana. Unwind. Let go.
you have time to stay and take an extended Shavasana, please do. If you're ready to move into the rest of the day, start with wiggling your fingers and your toes, a small movement. And roll gently to your right side, pausing in that space between that relaxation and then coming up to seated. Come up to seated, bring as much of that space with you as possible. And we'll sit together, each of us in that space. Space is left after yoga, after Shavasana. It's been cleared of excess or extra. That feeling of human being. We draw our hands together at heart center to seal that in. To know our humanness and our beingness. Thumbs to forehead center. We honor that same human beingness in each other. across the distance, but in the same space. Thank y'all so much for being here this morning. Namaste. Well done, everybody. Thanks again. Have a great day. Ooh, bye, Eno. Bye, Barlow. Thank you for joining us here. We'd love to see you online in our Zoom classes. You can join us at 3dogyoga.com. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga. Thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste.